neither of us decided on who's gonna do it oopsies hi guys Welcome you back. hit the re- you hit the record that time so i didn't know i was waiting for you you're the one who normally i couldn't see it because my microphone's in the way of where the thing counts down oh gosh anyways i know welcome to the legionnaire podcast a year ago we were what were we doing a year ago well we started the podcast i don't know we were probably like at Zack snyder's justice league or something right now yeah where we thought we had to talk about the every single thing that happened to the movie yeah the third act of the movie was like everything that i wanted i loved the whole third act of that movie I I really enjoy that movie. It's an event. Great. Was it a movie? It was an event. It was a complete so, movement. Yeah. Actually, that's kind of a good jumping point. Two years of fans complaining and finally getting what they wanted. And that, kids, is life lesson. If you complain and complain and complain on Twitter enough, you'll get exactly what you want. You can never please a Star Wars fan. Yeah. I love that saying now. Especially those that have giant YouTube channels. There's 14,000 people listening to this podcast. This one. This one, too. Yeah. And one of them has, one to, of be them has Lucas, to be from Lucasfilm. Lucasfilm. <laughs> <laughs> if you know who we're saying, we're not going to say, I'm not going to say who, we're not going to say who it is, but if you know what, yeah, you, you know you, if you know, you know, yeah, you know, when you hear it, um, Episode yes. 4 of Kenobi this week. Yeah, so I have many different conflicting thoughts about the show as a whole. <clears throat> I thought the episode was fine. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Um, I think the show is still fine. Yeah, it's just... It's, 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 it's my it's fault a, going into the show, though. Yeah, and mine too, where we talked about this before, having tempered expectations. And I was going and I was like, I have been let down by Star Wars before. So I don't want to have too high of hopes, but I did. I was I went into the show thinking this was going to be the greatest piece of Star Wars content we've seen since Empire Strikes Back. And I was very wrong. I don't want to say let down, but I think I overhyped it because I feel like I, saying let down means like I'm disappointed. Like I'm not disappointed because like. It's just not going the way I anticipated the show was going to go. No, and it's not in like we're not saying this way. Like this is Lucasfilm's fault. Like you, it's like no, like because people put their blood, sweat, and tears into the show, and I don't want to rip that apart. And but like nobody wants just, to make a bad show. <laughs> no, nobody goes. Yeah, unless like didn't Adam you don't Sandler. wake up and say I'm going to make a bad plot and for a bad show. <laughs> Unless you're Adam Sandler, who says, if you don't give me an Academy Award, I'm going to do the dumbest movie on planet Earth. And he has every right to do so. I mean, it's awesome. Yeah. It but um, episode four was fun. It was it was very interesting. Parts of it I loved. Parts of it I did not love. It felt a lot. It felt a, to me, it felt exactly like A New Hope. Yeah, me too. And Which is why a- I was like, I, when I was watching, I was like, this feels... Like not like beat for beat, like a new hope, but like just like the format of like the setting and everything and what was happening in it in certain shots. There are mm-hmm. very certain shots, like obviously spoilers for episode four of Kenobi, but like when Tala puts the comm link down and it's just, you see Kenobi talking and it's just empty. Yeah. It's very reminiscent of when Luke's like three PO. Yeah. <laughs> are you there, sir? 
Are you um, there? But yeah, so I was really like for going to Fortress Inquisitories was very cool to me because I didn't play Fallen Order and apparently mm-hmm. explore that a lot in Fallen Order. I thought it was really cool. Um, I liked it a lot, too. Yeah, I was, it was a big fan. This is a thing I've been seeing as well. OK, like I said, you can't please a Star Wars fan. I've been seeing people complain where it's like in Jedi Fallen Order, it's way more vibrant when you're swimming down to get there. And with Kenobi, it's all cloudy water. And I'm like, are you kidding me right now? We're nitpicking yeah. what it looked like from the game to the series. Like, yeah, grow up. Yeah, they're they a lot cool. Of- yeah, there are a lot of nitpicky opinions out there on this show. Aaron, There's like, one thing that I have to get in about. I have to talk about it eventually. Do it. But it's all you. Okay, well, so everyone thought going into episode four, because where episode three ended, like Kenobi was like severely burnt and everything. And um, he, uh, to no one's surprise, he had to go to a back to tank. A lot of people were thinking that once he went into a back to tank, that we would get Clone Wars flashbacks. And he would like reminisce again. He'd pull a book of Boba Fett and go through his past and think while he was in the back to tank. In my opinion, it makes sense that like he's on edge and everything. And he doesn't know where Leia is. He doesn't even know why he's in a back to tank. So when he wakes up, he's like, I have to go save Leia. I'm not going to give my body time to heal. Yeah. That makes sense to me. No, me too. And I think I almost preferred seeing him that it again, this is what I love. Like the duality of Kenobi in the back to tank and Vader in the back to tank. Like you see both of them flashing back and forth between the two of them. And like, it's just like, I'm like, this is what I've been wanting. This is what I've been wanting right here. If they, they could have drugged that scene out a little bit longer, but like, I've been seeing a lot of people say like they wanted the whole episode, like clone wars flashbacks. Oh my God. And here's what I'm going to say to that is if you want an episode, just purely based off of clone wars flashbacks what are you looking for because like to me it's like just go watch the show just go watch the clone wars you've had seven seasons of like anakin and obi-wan developing and like we've all said that the clone wars like developed the relationship perfectly fine and like it made it much more believable that they were actually brothers i don't need to see another clone wars flashback to like understand the mental state that obi-wan is in right now to understand that Obi-Wan really feels bad that he let Anakin down and he feels like he's a failure. I don't need to see a Clone Wars flashback to understand that. I already know that because I watched the show. I think the only Clone Wars flashback that you could toss in that, in my opinion, wouldn't be like a nostalgic thing would be, like I, we talked about earlier, the Utapau flashback where Anakin was saying Ahsoka, he feels like a failure for Ahsoka leaving. And then Anakin says to Obi-Wan, would you feel like a failure if I... Uh, had like some life changing incident with the Jedi order. So I think that's the only one that could like get away with it. But everyone's like, I really wanted to see Clone Wars flashbacks. And this is where I'm like, this is people's biggest negative with the show as well, too. They're like, this show isn't living up to my expectations. I was really expecting to see Clone Wars flashbacks at this point. It's you can't, you can't criticize a show off of something you wanted to see and wasn't, ever in the show you have to criticize it off of what's being presented to you on the screen and what you're given then you can then criticize based off of that so like yeah i can't criticize the sequel trilogy because they didn't have luke skywalker live throughout it and they didn't do the things that i wanted them to do but i'm going to criticize it for the things that they did do and i'm going to talk about what i wish i saw but i'm not going to sit there and be like i'm giving it 
a worse score because I didn't see what I wanted to see or like they didn't do the things that I had expected in my head, in my own head canon. So it's like them not doing Clone Wars flashbacks and people being like, I'm going to criticize it because of this. Not a valid criticism at all. No, it's listen. Would I be mad if I saw Clone Wars flashbacks? Heck no. no. I'd love no, it. Oh I'd love God. to see it, but it doesn't like the show doesn't hinge upon it. A flashback is a flashback. It, it serves a purpose. There's a reason it's called a flashback. It serves a narrative purpose in the story. We have not needed a narrative purpose. There's been no, at no point have we needed a flashback to happen. Like if we just were introduced to, and if this was the first time we saw Obi-Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader, we would need a flashback. Like, well, how did this happen? Were these guys good friends? We already know that mm-hmm. we have all of this information here boba fett the book of boba fett's flashbacks were showing us stuff we had not seen before and we did not know happened exactly um it's creating a character for boba fett exactly and like it's 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 tempering expectations do i want to see clone wars flashback yes am i gonna cry on the internet am i gonna be mad on a live stream and like mad on this podcast because not no I'm like, I'm the issues I have with, or what I am seeing in the show right now and the direction I see it moving. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah, I should clarify. I would love to see a Clone Wars flashback. I'm not going to sit there and be like, I don't want that. But I mean, if I don't get it, I'm not going to be livid. I'll just be like, that sucks. I wish we got to see one, but I can just go watch the series because there's already 10 billion great moments. I could just watch the beginning of the siege of mandalore arc to see what i want to see of a clone wars flashback with anakin and obi-wan exactly and i think people it's mainly just like it's it is fan service like you want to see hayden christensen and ewan mcgregor in the the general outfits like from like general exactly. kenobi and general skywalker that you saw in the clone wars where matt lantern and james Arnold taylor were voicing them because it'd be super meta like oh my goodness wow yeah look exactly. at that it's like that would be cool and you're like ah but like we have all of the information we need. Mm-hmm. Though here's the deal, though. Speaking of Clone Wars flashbacks, I do think we are going to get one. By really? and by a flashback of the clones, I mean the tail end of the Clone Wars, and it's going to be about Reva. Oh, it is, yeah, go- it is going yeah. to, like th- we are going to get a Clone Wars flashback, but it's not going to involve Anakin and Obi Wan. It might, but I can guarantee who it will involve, and it will involve Reva because I don't. I don't hate Moses Ingram. She's an actress. She's does a, she's doing a great job with what she's given. And what she's I, given isn't a whole lot. <laughs> I just don't understand her character. I don't it, exactly. This is why I'm saying we need a, like there's going to be a flashback of her. Cause I like at this point, it's just like, we have gone too long without knowing what her motive is. Be, besides being just mad and wanting to get Kenobi for Vader. Yeah. The series opened up with her. And then like, we're, I mean, we're left to infer, but it's obvious that she is the little, like one of the younglings that's getting trained that um, then turns into an inquisitor. Uh, that's like one of my, I, yeah, again, I don't have an issue with the actress. I don't know why people do. She's a person and it's a character person and character, are two different things. The yeah. person who plays the character is not the actual character. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> Homeland is a disgusting person and the boys, but I don't, berate the actor on on instagram dms i love homelander i don't know what you're talking about but (laughs) i won't let you say he's a bad person um but yeah no i my biggest like just confusion with it is like 
I get, I just why does she hate Kenobi so much? Because based off of just what we've seen in the show, it seems like she hates Kenobi more than uh, Vader does. But based off of previous Star Wars like knowledge and just everything uh. that like you've seen throughout it, no, but like just based on the show, like she seems very angry and like okay, vengeful. Yeah, she you didn't to... drag him through fire, though. <laughs> because she never had the opportunity to. Fair enough. Vader okay. Vader had the opportunity to drag him through fire. So, like, if you're blocking out everything that comes before Kenobi and everything that comes after Kenobi, and you're just looking at it as a series, if I showed someone the first time, I'd be like, who do you think hates Obi-Wan more? Reva or Darth Vader? I feel like people would say Reva because she's so hell bent on getting at getting after Kenobi. And I, I just, I, I she disagree. leads more of the headhunt. She leads. I, I'm glad we respectfully disagree, but she leads way more <laughs> of the headhunt in my opinion on this, because like once Vader found out that Kenobi was alive this episode, he's like snoozing. Not even, yeah, he is. Yeah. The, okay. And then, again, this is the part where I have issues with. I have no problem with Reva. She should not be like replace her with Darth Vader in this episode. That's like, I like, why is she leading this hunt? But then you fall into the issue with uh, princess Leia. Leia. Yeah. And this comes into my second issue. And you and I talked about this. The girl they have playing Leia. She's amazing. She's doing an amazing job. But the problem is this is like, we're doing too much with her. We're doing way too much with her. Well, yeah, I said to you, if we know that bringing Leia out, if like capturing Leia is what brings Kenobi out of hiding, why don't we just capture her more often then? <laughs> well, I mean, I think that's because he's going to have to fake his death at this point. So I, and that's where I guess we'll have to see how the series ends to see if that's what actually happens. Because if there is actually like a season two, which was rumored a week ago and it's, kind of it hasn't gained as much steam as i think people are anticipating so we'll see once the series ends but if kenobi does not actually fake his death then i'm gonna 100 percent be like why don't we just cap why doesn't the empire just capture princess leia more frequently yeah i yeah i think all signs point to him faking his death so that it doesn't become an issue but it's just like i i i love when i see okay when I say I'm like, I don't want to see this much of Leia, there are moments where I, I love seeing her dynamic with Obi-Wan and especially at the end of the episode because like Obi-Wan was a broke, he was like a broken man and like you see him kind of come back to like, I'd say he's at like 70% full power right now. Like he's struggling to move stuff in, on the, the transport to get to Fortress Inquisitories. And then he's like later in the episode, he's holding back a whole wall of water and he's fighting stormtroopers. It's awesome to see. But at the end of the episode, when like he and Leia are on the ship together, and she just like holds his hand and she's putting them, mm-hmm. just like they have a moment together. It was just it's so sweet because he's sitting there, he's like, "This is my best friend's daughter, and my best friend is now a monster, and my best friend's wife, who was I also was really good friends with, is dead because of him, and now I've like she doesn't understand." Like, <sighs> there's a lot moving in like internally that's going yeah. on with him. I mean, he's going on a hero's journey right now, which makes sense like the series started out and like where it's at right now like you can see he's having a hero's journey moment um mm-hmm. and again like again i i just expected i thought vader was going to be in it more and now there's still two episodes left so he might be which is fine um and it, it might live up to like my expectations then but i think like these first four episodes i i didn't expect that the things that would happen in the series would happen um 
I don't. This is a side note, kind of. I those uh like snow speeders that were flying above Fortress Inquisitorius didn't look great. They're air speeders because if you remember, God, fake fan here. If you uh, remember from Empire Strikes Back, like, are the speeders ready? We're having trouble adapt- adapting them to the cold. They're not snow speeders. They're air speeders. Whatever, whatever they are, the speeders. That took down the uh, AT-ATs on Hoth, yeah. the air speeders. The effects on them did not look great when Reva was like just like swinging her lightsaber in front of it. That was dumb. I was so confused. I was like, what is happening right now? Why is she doing this? They clearly just said, swing your lightsaber and we'll add it in post. <laughs> you know what would have been really cool? If she just chucked Jumped her lightsaber down the middle oh. of it and it just sliced it in half. Yeah, it could have like started spinning. That would have been pretty cool. Yeah, and that poor schmuck. What was his name? Wade. Wade. Okay. Yeah. Hold, hold, hold. There was a big problem. I was so good. Okay, first off, this episode was really short, and it bums me out. But the beginning of the episode, they meet this dude who's friends with Tala, and he's like, Obi-Wan's like, we need your help. No, my wife's dead. I'll help you. It's like, what? Why did you change your mind within a span of 15 seconds? Maybe he doesn't have anything left to fight for since his wife is dead. I was so, but like, it was so backwards. It's like, it was a whole, it was like a 15 second interaction. At first he's like, no, I'm not going to help you. I'm like, oh, he's going to be that guy. He'll come in in the end. And he's like, I'll help you. I'm like, huh? I didn't really care to, I didn't pay attention too much to that part. So it's whatever. Yeah. I think the show suffers more just like, I mean, like it had, it's, you can see like it has a grand picture that like will play into once we see the last two episodes, but I think when it, they're like trying to like, and this is my, this is just like my biggest issue. I said this prior to the show, I, just because you have six episodes doesn't mean you need to like fill the episodes with mindless content for each minute that the episode goes on for. Like you can have like, like you don't need to just, just because you have six episodes, don't like waste and just like start putting in like filler stuff. And I don't think this episode was a filler episode. Like people are saying it doesn't feel like a filler episode to me because of the way that the story went. Everyone's like, it's a filler episode. I hear that. And I think to myself, how can you say it's a filler episode when it's playing into the story though? Yeah. Because like, well, the reason everyone left Tatooine was to save Leia and he had to save Leia again. And at this point they need to get her, to Alderaan. Back to Alderaan as fast as possible. Yeah. So I, I just, I don't really understand what people are saying when they're like, this was a filler episode. I, I, don't, I don't like that criticism of it because I'm just like, you don't even know how the series is going to end. So. No, yeah, you can look back and be like, nah, that was kind of filler. Like in like Mandalorian, like you kind of look back like, nah, some of these were like kind of, they're just like adventure of the week style thing and i don't have a problem with that but like when you're telling a condensed story like kenobi you need to keep stuff in mind but it's kind of like again like i I talked to two of my friends from the gym about it's like yes i like the show and yes i have issues with it but um i'm not i'm gonna I, i conserve all judgment on it until the like final judgments on it until the series is over yeah because I don't know how it's going to play out. Maybe this, these last episodes like blow me out of the water. Because right well, now... So, the- 
sorry, you keep going. No, no, no. I think you're about to say what I was about to say. Well, I was going to say, we haven't seen any other footage now. Like, the, no. the, la- the last bit of footage that we've seen was at Fortress Inquisitoris, so. Yeah. Like, we haven't seen anything else now 100% beyond this point. So, mm-hmm. I'm curious at least on just, like, where it's going to go. I do think that they're going to bring out, like, more. Because Hayden Christensen had said as well um, that he rewatched like, almost all of the Clone Wars, I think. Like, to prep for the role. So, I think that, like, we'll see more of him. I, a lot of people are being quick to be like, this show isn't living. I, again, I think people had too high of expectations going into it so far. And mm-hmm. maybe it'll blow us out of the water these last two weeks. I still think it's a fine show. It's like a seven out of ten right now. Yeah. Seven and a half. It's it's good. Like, I don't think it's bad by any means, but it's just. It's not great. And it's I mean, not. When Obi-Wan's your favorite character and he's probably like 90% of the Star Wars community's favorite character. Of course, people are going to be defensive about it then. Yeah. It's and just, they're going to take it as a personal attack again. And they're going to be like, ah, oh, this is like The Last Jedi all over again. And it's like, it's not a bad series. It it really isn't, though. No. and It's, it's just doing things that people didn't think would happen. Exactly. And it's, it's all about managing expectations. Because there was a lot of stuff in this episode I really liked. Like, when they were talking about... What's in the base, like at the bottom of Fortress Inquisitors? And you oh go down gosh. there, and it is the Jedi tomb of all of the Jedi's they have or they've captured, and like they're that are now dead. That was and, so cool. Well, the first one, Terra Sanube from mm-hmm. Clone Wars, shout out that dude. That yep. bomb. I was so because okay, you're like oh, so sad. The youngling was dead. I'm like, dude, I'm more sad about the guy who took who taught Ahsoka about like life in the Clone Wars episode, lightsaber lost. Hmm. I saw him. Yeah, no, I saw him right away and I was like, I know who that is. Yeah. Immediately. I recognized that. Um, Honestly. I'm, I'm be honest, so this, this episode had one of my favorites. Well, two of one of the thing, Obi-Wan's like wearing Jedi robes again, too. Yeah. Nobody really wanted to talk about that. They look sick. They Gosh. look so cool. You, again, the, the thing with the show is the same thing with the prequels. You and McGregor is the best part and it's not even close. Yeah, no, he really is the best part. And I'm not, like, bashing on anyone that no. anyone's acting, but, like, he is the best actor in the series as well. And, like, it makes sense because, like, yeah. the dude's been in the game for a while. Like, he's done, he's played a lot of roles. He's been Obi-Wan Kenobi before. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's not a it's not a rip on, like, oh, I hate Moses Ingram because I hate Reva. Uh, racist things, death threats. Like, oh, my God. Like, grow, grow up. up. Yeah, exactly. And people who are like, little is dumb. It's like, have you ever seen a 10 year old kid? Oh my God. Like, <laughs> dude, I think when people are like, it's so like unrealistic that she just runs away. I'm like, have you ever taught a swim lessons class? Like, I just remember teaching swim lessons. And I'm like, look, I'm like, what are you doing right now? Like, they're just like swimming away from me. Like, what are you doing right now? And they're like, I'm going swimming. I'm like, well, we're learning right now. So you're not going to do that. <laughs> it's true. It's like, you have you ever seen in like, I don't know. It's because it's just funny because like, it's like, the, the, I, I don't want to bring, bring up the chasing in because we're beating a dead horse with that. But like, I buy it when she sneaks away from Obi-Wan in a, in a, like a packed city. It's hard gr- grabbing kids when they're running away. And there's a bunch of people around like, you know, like the pool, like a little kid's running to jump in the pool. And you're like, as a lifeguard, you got to race around people to grab them before they jump in. It's not mm-hmm. easy to catch up with these little buggers when they're running away from you. And there's a bunch of people around. But when you're running away from bounty hunters in like an open 
kind of like forest area. (laughs) I don't know what I'd do if there's a branch in front of me. I I would just have to stop. I would not be able to duck underneath it. That's true. I would not be able to, you know, get a stun blaster and hit her with a stun. (laughs) She's faster than the flash. That's for sure. Flash is about to run himself into prison. Um, yeah, make sure anyway. yeah, keep him away. Um, <laughs> anyways, moving on. No, this episode had one of my uh, my favorite scenes in the whole series. I'm going to be honest, like one of my favorite scenes in the whole series, and that was uh, right after Obi Wan escaped Fortress Inquisitors. Vader just comes rolling in like a <laughs> comes rolling in. And he's <laughs> I've never heard. You've never heard like Darth Vader like really scream or like get angry kind of he was like yelling at reva he like force choked and he picked her up and he was like yelling at her telling her that she was warned i was so excited when i saw that i wanted that scene to go out for like 10 more minutes i'm gonna be I, honest yeah here's the deal i watched these episodes at like 4 50 in the morning on wednesdays i remember the scene but i don't remember it being I remember being awesome, but like the way that you're saying this, I really don't know if I can watch this right now. Yeah, um, no, you can. I I'm gonna I pull just this was up like, and... I thought it was so cool just watching him like roll in. Oh yeah, um, because he just okay. Here, we are. all right, I'm rewinding. Okay, okay, let's see. So he's alrighty. The airspeeders fly away. They're looking up. Like, oh man, we're in trouble. Um, the seventh brother is kind of goofy looking. Fifth, fifth, whatever. There's too many numbers. How many brothers and sisters are there? I don't know, like nine or ten. Oh my goodness! Okay, Vader's strolling. Oh my goodness, he is going all out. Yeah, yeah. This is like this remind. This is like right here. This is Empire Strikes Back, Vader. Like when he is just. Admiral Ozzel brought us out of light speed too close to the system. Well, again, but even this, like, he sounds way more angry. Like, I've never, yes. I, I vocally have never heard him sound this angry before. So I heard him like this, and I was like, I could listen to like 10 minutes of him like yelling with like his like voice adapter and everything. I, I it just sounded so cool to me, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he comes in like, you were warned. Exactly. Oh. Okay, also, side note, I, like, people, like, okay, I was, initially, I was mad, like, when uh, they're sneaking out, like, Obi-Wan saves um, Leia from whatever, and he's, she's underneath the trench coat. It's dumb. It was kind of corny, but I didn't mind it too much. I, in my head, I was just like, whatever. I mean, realistically, I don't know, like, realistically, I was like. I mean, how many people are going to be, like, looking to see, like, is someone under that trench coat? Like, dude, well, Obi-Wan can, like, he's huge. Like, you can't really hide a kid. Like, that's kind of hard to do. Exactly. The only other thing that I thought that she could have done was, like, maybe, like, grab onto his back and, like, have her, like, legs go around his waist and, like, grab her arms around his waist. So it, like, looks like he's, like, a hunchback, sort of. They should have put her in, like, a big backpack. <laughs> well, again, yeah, where are you going to find a backpack in that time? I don't know. They got imperial backpacks but dude i something that like i kind of openly like audibly laughed at was when um leia's in the torture chamber and reva's doing her monologue you're gonna be in pain she's gotta go away and then the lights turn off 
And oh my gosh, I loved it. You just, you just <laughs> it was so cool because like it's so Obi Wan Kenobi to be like stealthy and take out the stormtroopers, but they're like looking around like Michael Keaton Batman. They're like looking around, they're just like pointing their guns at him. Like I love how dumb stormtroopers are. I thought that they were like uh, the NPCs in Arkham City, where they're like it's the bat, and they're about to like fight him. It's the like freaking the second, bat. Like the second stormtrooper who was like, stand down. We I have a, a gun or something. I don't remember what he said, but he was like, stand down. I was like, yeah, it's not going to go. You think it is, buddy. But it's like the goons when they can't find Batman. He's like, I don't know where you've gone, Batman, but I'll find you. It's like, no, you're not. <laughs> exactly. I, uh, I've seen other complaints. So as people have said, um. That they they don't like how the series is handling Obi Wan's mental state. Like episode one shows like his regret and everything, and then this episode they skip past the emotional scenes to like focus on Leia and Riva's plot. I see that I'm like, did you ignore the last episode completely? Then are they just not watching? Dude, the, of anything, they're doing this the best. Exactly. Like walking on. Um, is somebody outside the door? Yeah, mamas. Of course, mom was. Yeah. That's funny. Mom isn't. It's normally dad. He's on vacation. Dad's in the boonies in the woods. Yes. Foraging berries. Exactly. But um, yeah, um, I saw that, and they're like, I don't like how they've been handling Obi Wan's mental state. Um, episode one, they did it pretty well, but this episode, they're not. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, they're the fourth episode, and like, he should be not like recovered, <laughs> but like, he should be like sort of, you know, coping. He's on his way back. He like you see him get. He's reconnecting the force. He's back. Also, were they not paying attention in episode three where he hallucinated Anakin Skywalker on a hill? Exactly. So I read. I read this. This is this is someone on TikTok, by the way, who said this, and he has a pretty big following. I read this, and I was like, "You're one of the densest mothers to ever exist." What in the, I'm gonna say the rest of that word? But like, yeah, I was like, "You've got to be kidding me!" What in the Frank Costanza are you watching? I I just was like, whatever you say, my guy. I just people again, I think they were just going into this like expecting it to be like Revenge of the Sith part three. Yeah, and I mean part two. I don't know why I said part three. I mean it is episode three. Yeah, no, but Revenge of the Sith part two. Yeah. No, I get it. That's cool. But yeah, it's it's just it's managing expectations. Like nobody you can never please a Star Wars fan. And now, granted, though, there's Obi-Wan and Vader are going to fight. Kathleen Kennedy did say it was the fight of the century. So if it does not live up to like. It'll be tough to top the Anakin versus Obi-Wan fight from Revenge of the Sith. So and especially how far in the series now, I'm kind of like tampering my expectations for the final fight. But that being said, if it's not like. Better than most of the sequel fights, I'll be disappointed. <laughs> yeah, the sequel trilogy didn't. I mean, they had the fight in the woods and it was fine but like it makes sense because people are like oh the sequel the episode seven fight sucked i'm like yeah of Nobody course knows it how did. to swing a lightsaber I'm like of course it sucked ben see in the solo man- never really yeah ben solo never really like trained with a lightsaber i mean like you can kind of learn that ray from, yeah and ray yeah ray literally picked up the lightsaber what were you expecting her to go see full in, yoda you see in the mandalorian where din Djarin doesn't even know how to swing the blade He's like getting carried by the weight of it. Yeah, I okay. I was rewatching some of the fight choreography for the Last Jedi. Man, it's bad. <laughs> for the Last Jedi, yeah, with the fight in the throne room. The more I watch yeah. it, the, the more I'm like, I think it's Ooh, pretty wow. Cool. 
yeah. I don't sit and rewatch it on a daily basis, but I watched it recently. I was like, there's a lot of things that don't make sense right now. But eh, it, was, it was cool. It's cool on your first view. You're watching like, this is so amazing. And Kylo Ren's lightsaber, total side note, Sick. might be my favorite lightsaber in Star Wars. Just the noise it makes. Uh, the noise, if we're going based off the noise, then yeah, probably. It sounds like a Ferrari engine. I like her Ray's ignition, the sound of Ray's ignition for her yellow saber. Oh yeah, no, yeah, that's yeah. I'm a, I'm a yellow lightsaber. But, I don't know. Even the Skywalker saber, like I remember being in the theaters when they first lit the Skywalker saber when Finn was the first one to light it up, and it was like, yeah. I was like, this is loud. Yeah, but that's um, good. No, so this being said though, if cat like if the fight for between vader and kenobi isn't like i do have expectations for this because kathleen kennedy did hype it up and she said it is the rematch of the century so funny note um i was actually reading stuff today um that the guy or the the writer of episodes five and six of obi-wan kenobi i sort of read this on reddit it was leaked to some article i can't remember off the top of my head but the guy who wrote episodes five and six wrote Toy Story 1, 2, and 3, and something else. Um, all very good movies. Um, the guy and, who wrote episode 5 and 6? Yes. So nice. I'm excited. I, like, I'm excited. Can't wait for Buzz Lightyear to roll up. Oh, Save so Obi-Wan. I've been flying here from planet Earth to reach you. I'm finally here to save you. The term is Space Ranger. Um but it was entertainment weekly by the way the article you're talking about yes you sent it to me today i did um that's right (laughs) shoot i lost my train of thought you're talking about kathleen kennedy and the entertainment weekly article oh yeah and how she tampered like there's these these reports have been out for a while how like it was too dark and depressing and she wanted to make it more light and uplifting it's just like I and I, it, it bums I, me out. You you go first. I was gonna say I have to question the validity of this. Well, it was reported by a bunch of news outlets. I don't know. I I gotta read more into it. In like, if it is true, it just it's like this just adds more fuel to the fire for the just total like fans who are just like it can do nothing right and like. There, it's it's like the level of criticism she receives is a little unfair, but like you got to hit to the point where you have to trust your creators in what they're making. And like, yes, some stuff is going to be sad. Like, dude, Revenge of the Sith and Empire Strikes Back are some dark movies. Yeah, they are. Like, I, I mean, they killed Rey in The Rise of Skywalker. They brought her back to life. But I mean, killing her is kind of dark as well. Yeah. No. That's all right. Um, but I don't know. So it's, we'll see with that. But people who got mad about like the episode, th- like, th- or the fight in part three of the Kenobi show, like, it wasn't that good. I'm like, of course it wasn't good. It's the first showdown. He's way out of his prime. He hasn't swung a lightsaber in 10 years. He, he Obi-Wan hasn't swung a lightsaber since he fought Anakin. And that was 10 years ago. You try fencing. And then take 10 years off and then go fight like the number one fencer in the world and see how you match up. Exactly. Please tell me how that's going to go because it, 
Vader is the best swordsman in the galaxy right now. So you go and try and fight him and see how it's going to go after you take 10 years off. Yeah, because he can't shoot lightning out of his hands. <laughs> Loser. It was Drew. Um, but yeah, it was a good ep- it was a, it was a good episode. I enjoyed it. I, I again, it. I got done. I got done watching it. And I was like, I like that episode. I loved how he was like walking throughout the Fortress Inquisitoris, like he was walking around on the Death Star. It was yes. very like reminiscent of that. I was like, I feel like I'm watching episode four again. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were people. This is a big thing that's going on as well. They're nitpicking. There's like when Obi Wan just gets out of the water to get in Fortress Inquisitoris, his hair is all dry. Why is his hair all dry? And I was like, Who cares? Okay. Hold Who cares on, if his hair on. is dry? Let me look here. I have the episode up. And then pe- okay. people are saying now that uh, it's a reference to A New Hope when they're in the trash compactor and they climb out of the water after being in there for so long and their hair is perfectly dry. And Mark Hamill's like, shouldn't our hair be all wet? Ugh. People would... Okay, so 11 minutes, 12. Okay. I'm going to mute this so I can hear you as well. All right. The door I just, opens... You don't need to talk. I'm going to keep talking. I, I just like get to that level of nitpicking and I'm like, okay, really? Like it does not impact the story at all. You're really just looking for something to like validate your displeasement with the show right now. Okay. These people are totally capping. His hair is wet, but he just put it in his perfectly manicured part. I don't know. I've, I've seen it uh, right now going around and I was just like, like I said earlier, you're just trying to find something to validate. Oh, geez, Louise, dude. I'm sorry to my mind. What are you doing? I was, I don't know. She got excited. Whatever. Um, like I was saying, though, people are just looking for things to validate their criticisms through nitpicking with the show. Yeah. And I don't know. We You, you got you to hold judgment till the end. Got to hold your judgment because these next episodes might blow us out of the the depths of Fortress Inquisitoris. I am tampering my expectations now, though. After like how I've seen the series play out, because like I was, the more and more we get into this, like I was thinking, when the year started in January, I was like, oh, Kenobi will be my favorite show of the year. The more we get through this series, the more I'm sitting here thinking, I think the boys or Stranger Things is going to take that that spot now. Yeah, and we do. Andor still comes out this year, and. And Tales really of the Jedi good. come out this year. I do. Tales of the Jedi is going to be some of the greatest Star Wars content ever made. And I'm I'm saying this right now. I am live on the pod June 10th, 2022. The Star Wars Tales of the Jedi is going to be some of the best Star Wars content you have ever seen. Maybe. I don't know. I'm sick of you saying it to me. You said it to me like four times this week. I did. I know. Now I'm saying it to you five. That's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So any closing thoughts on Kenobi before we move on? It, I mean, I, I still enjoy the series, but um, it's not like, again, I just, it's 10 years of expectations being built up in my head. And of course it's impossible to live up to it, but I mean, I still enjoy the series. It's still fine. Yeah. Give like a seven so far. We'll see how it ends though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Speaking of stuff that does not, it's not um, going to. Yeah, so talking about my, my favorite shows of the year. Now talking about one of my least favorite shows of the year. Wow. It's finally over. Thank God. It That just, it makes me sad because Young Justice used to be like the show. 
uh yeah on cartoon network but nobody watched it which is why it got canceled and then it was revived on hbo max and this final season or this most recent season season four has been confusing and to say the least befuddling as to the approach of the season um again and it's not a rip on creators people in the show like people i couldn't do that i could not make a tv show i could not write a tv show i probably couldn't even act in a tv show i think i could write a tv show you give me enough time i think i could do it i think you i think you could write one of the i think you could write a killer tv show thank you i watch a lot of anime so i know you're send me anime okay you want to talk about me saying tales of the jedi is gonna be the best star wars content i have sent you've sent me so many anime tiktoks in the last five days i'm like dude i don't watch any of these i don't know what any of this means okay i'm gonna be honest though so like i watch a lot of cartoons cartoons i've probably watched like for every live action tv show i've watched i've probably watched like five to six like cartoon anime related shows so like it's a exponential number and here's what i'll say like the thing, the flexibility that you get with like these cartoons and that type of stuff is like you get the first off the length to like build things up and like make an interesting story. You get to plant seeds and like foreshadow a bit, but then you also have um, just like the creative freedom with like your animation style, what you can do in the fights and what you can do with your characters that you don't get the flexibility to do with uh, live action characters. I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to sit here and talk about how I love anime, but that being just anime shows, they have plans. Let me tell you, I never watched some shows be more beautifully laid out than anime shows, like three or four seasons into it. This season of young justice could not tell you what the plan was until five weeks ago. When they first introduced general Zod, I was like, wow, this was such a boring season yeah you and i were saying before the pod the ending of the show this whole season if we were going by like season two storytelling could have been eight episodes oh and exactly we, and this was 26 episodes and i get they were the argument is like oh we're showing them going through their grief and their own personal journeys then to come together and find the f- real fight but i'm like yeah but the real story at the end is like rushed and poorly written and like just super it feels super lazy yeah it was not that good of a finale in my opinion um i now this is me nitpicking the show um i was saying when i was watching i was like superman is being held hostage on live television and superboy is the one who's holding him hostage the justice league monitors literally everything in the world at this point, like at this, it's been 10 years of just like 10, 15 years of nonstop world threats. You have to be monitoring everything at this point. The moment you see Superman in Metropolis being held hostage by Superboy, you're not sending people on Zeta tubes there immediately. I was just like, it's me nitpicking when I was like, of course the justice league shows up after the fight gets over. Yeah, you were live texting me as you watched the show, and it was. It just this season wasn't my thing. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and act like I. I, I just this season really, really was lackluster in my opinion. I think that they didn't do their best work with it. 
I agree. It was, it's just, I don't, when your final like fight, like, and I've been on record and you've been on record, like we don't need fight scenes. Like you, like we're at the point in our lives where like the, the ship of the, like my favorite superhero fight scene is the ship of Theseus fight between vision and vision. Oh, it's such a good fight in WandaVision. And they're not even fighting. They're literally just talking. That is my favorite superhero fight of all time. Because it uh, is, well, I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna stop. That was a that was a, that was a Stephen A. Take. Um, <laughs> they saw Lamar Odom, who was on crack. Oh my gosh! There was a video I saw. It was like 10, 12 years ago of Stephen A. and Skip uh, talking about like Halle Berry in one of the movies and how oh my they would have preferred her. I think they would have preferred Halle Berry over like Anne Hathaway in like The Dark Knight Rises or something. And I was like, why is this on ESPN right now? The fact that Skip Bayless and Stephen A. were allowed to be on the same show together is like just mind boggling to me. Because who is the rational one between the two of them? Uh, neither. They're both morons. Hey, bro, remember when Stephen A. Smith called out Joe Rogan? Oh, I do. Yeah. My fist connects with you, Joe Rogan. Now, no do all due respect. My hand connects. You're going out cold. <laughs> the video of him boxing goes online. Oh, goodness. Yeah, that was embarrassing. That, But here's the deal. Stephen A. hitting pads. On Insta- like that video of him hitting pads is more entertaining than the final fight in Young Justice. I just, oh gosh, it just wasn't that engaging to me. I don't know. And they haven't confirmed a season five yet. They won't. Who knows if they do? Well, it's just like Zod. Like Zod is supposed to be this super cool thing, and like he gets a moment where he's like talking over the intercoms to Earth, but two minutes later he's. Uh, he's out of the he's done and they and they he's done yeah i i just wish that there was more of general zod or and we'll see him i have a feeling later down down the line but this is something else i wanted to say because we don't see it until like towards the end of the episode where uh vandal savage actually captures general zod this show is so good at setting up things and like foreshadowing things that might happen later down the line but they just never get to like they yeah. foreshadowed dark they've been foreshadowing dark side visually since Forever. season 2 but like verbally and similarly like since season 1 so it's like okay how long are we going to wait like you've waited 10 plus years and you're still not like moving forward with the story and you've said that they said that they could make like 8 seasons of this show or something like that yeah that's what they've been I, i've seen on their twitter and it's just like I don't want to watch eight seasons of this. No. And when it's, when is this level of storytelling? I don't, but if it's season two or like season one and season two level of storytelling, Oh, I'd watch 10 seasons of it. Like they, intri- they, they brought back Geoforce like a week or two ago for no reason at all. Yeah. It's like just to not deal with him this season. It's like, why would you bring him back this season for one scene just to go back to him in the next season? Like, I don't understand that they had no purpose. And it just, 
it doesn't feel streamlined. It's like, yeah, okay, if you get a season five, but you don't even know if you're getting a season five yet. You haven't been greenlit for it, so. And it's it's just like annoying because the most interesting character in Young Justice is Vandal Savage. Like, no, my favorite. Uh, okay, my favorite character is Nightwing. Like, other, like I love the members of the team, but like the I, my personal opinion, my the most interesting person is Vandal Savage to me. Like, I he's very he's a very interesting villain. He's not like the world domination. He's it's just like he's cold. He's calculated. He thinks and like he believes he's right. He truly believes he's right. Yeah, he's not my favorite. Really? Why don't you like him? I didn't say I did. Oh, you he's said okay. Why don't you like him? Oh, I thought you saying he's not my favorite equals me not liking him. Well, sometimes you say that because you don't like stuff. I don't know. <laughs> Just because I say they're not my favorite doesn't mean I don't like them. <laughs> so are you saying I'm not your favorite? Oh my you don't God. like me? No. Um, why is he not your favorite? Well, like this season two, this is the least amount of Vandal Savage this season two. This is he was in it for like a little bit, which is annoying as well. When he is like one of the bigger villains of like season one, he was like the main villain. Season two, kind of a backseat. Season three, kind of a backseat as well. But just from the shadows, like he's the one pulling the strings, and like they do the thing at the end with him, um, with in the War World and in the phantom zone somehow they got to the phantom zone i have no clue how that happened so curious on how that happened i don't get how how they got the technology to get to the phantom zone yeah um and then the ending the post-credit episode or scene that i didn't know existed all of a sudden what's her face from zatanna's crew is now evil on black marie or something Seriously, that's the, the Black Adam. We're just, okay, we're gonna call her Black Marie. Okay, this is what we're going with. This is the this is the name. And then, yeah, well, Black Adam wasn't this show. No, he was. Oh yeah, he was. He was in season one. Yeah, and only for a tiny bit. Um, I what he looks like. He has the Spock ears, which Dwayne Johnson does not have. Oh yeah, he was in this show. God, that was so long ago. Right, we're like in middle school. Exactly, but you didn't. Well, yeah, you kind of did. But oh, and then they, they show they show Kara Zor-El, which is like bigger. But again, just we never seen her before. Again, you're just foreshadowing stuff that I am concerned that we'll never get to see down the line. We won't, because like the show just got done. If it gets greenlit, the soonest that this show will come out again is 2024, probably. Oh yeah. So it's like, I'm going to be 24 at that point and I'm still like, and then if they want to do seven or eight seasons of this show, I'm going to be like 35 years old. <laughs> like, I just want to know how this series ends. Dude, these creators are going to, it's like George R. R. Martin in Game of Thrones. He's going to die before he finishes Game of Thrones. Exactly. My favorite part of the episode though, um, <sighs> You're going to hate this. And this, I'm not even kidding when it was my favorite part of the episode. I got the most excited was when Icicle Jr. showed up to Superboy and Ms. Martians. I thought that was I was like, I love this. <laughs> I was like, this is so cool. My favorite part was when Batman showed up in the bat suit to the wedding. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, they it all just showed so up in costume. Corny. It was so corny. I'm like, dude, seriously? We could not have had these people just in civilian clothes. Mm-hmm. 
it's weird because the show started out pretty solid, pretty strong, and it just completely crumbled to the end, in my opinion. But whatever. What do you do? You can't do much about it. I mean, I love the characters of the show. I just wish that there was more with it. Garfield dropped the ball with Queen Perdita. That was weird. They're like, yeah. I still love you, but da 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 da. It's like, okay. I think it's kind of weird that Garf- Garfield can just turn into a dog and just start playing with his dog. Like, I feel like his dog would be freaking out. <laughs> Dude, dogs like freak out. I don't know. If someone transforms in front of you, if your human transforms into a dog, it's like, whoa. Dogs see themselves in the mirror and they don't know how to react. Yeah, true. So, I don't know. Young Justice Season 4, it's like a five and a half out of ten. Five, maybe. Guarded that Artemis arc, put the team on its back. Yeah, I'm going to be honest, like four and a half of those points come from that. Bro, I would give that Artemis arc like a nine. I'd give it like an 11. Oh, okay. So we're breaking really high. Um, Yeah. I okay. The only okay. Let's go through the arcs. Mars arc, seven. Se- yeah, seven. Artemis, uh, Artemis arc, nine point five. I'll ten. Okay, I'll say ten. Yeah, I give um, it a t- ten. Ten or eleven. Ten. Zatanna arc, six. Six because of Vandal Savage's backstory. Didn't care. I did. It didn't, imp- it didn't impact it at all. <sighs> well, true, but I I, I enjoyed it. Again, but it just didn't um, have a, much of an impact on Calder's the story. Arc. It impacted, um, oh, oh, here we are. We're no. reconnected. Can you? Can you? What hear me? happened? Can you hear me? No, you can't. This is. Oh no! Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Sorry, everybody listening. This is live oh, from Legionnaire headquarters. My. Um, I can't stop it either. We're still recording right now. This is wild. I'm going to pause this real quick. All righty. And we're back. Figured it out. Um, so we were going into Calderon's arc. Well, I was saying how Zatanna's arc. I didn't care about Vandal Savage because it it only impacted Calderon's arc, which talking about this now, Calderon's arc had no impact whatsoever on the story. King Orin. And Orin. I honestly think that was my least favorite one out of the series, too. I'd give it, looking back on it, I'd give it like a four. I'd give it like a two. Um, I was so bored sitting there watching what was happening in it. Rocket's Arc, I'd give it a five, mainly because of Tomar Ray. I'd give it a six again. Because the stuff with uh, the red and blue lantern that was in it, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, Razor. Yeah, I, I, I bump it up to a six. And they introduced Lorazad too, and more of the Legionnaires. And they had that stuff with Bard Allen, which I again was like more interesting. Yeah. And then the last arc, which like they are advertised as Nightwings, but it wasn't really a Nightwings arc, was the real story. Six. Like if it was developed better and it gave, they gave it more breathing room to tell, I would have liked this a lot more. It oh, did crap. it again. I can't hear you, Cal. The server you're there. I mean, we're back. Can you hear me, Will? Hold on, folks. We're pausing. All righty, and we're back. We're gonna wrap this up here because this recording software is going on the fritz. Um, yeah. Kenobi was good. Young Justice, not so good. It's whatever. Yeah, it's over. 
The Boys is great. The Boys is really good. I got to continue watching episode four. Alrighty. Um, if you guys like what you hear, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok at Legionnaire Pod. Email us legionairepodcast at gmail.com. Um, really, you got anything else? I do not know. I think that's all I have to say. Rate us on Spotify and Apple. Alrighty. Watch Demon Bye. Slayer. I believe in Harvey Dent.